the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts. This is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen. Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen Flamberg at Us Weekly and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. I am with my cohort in all things beauty and style, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Hi. How's your week been, Trav? It's been great. I've been exhausted because we're still dealing with like royal wedding aftermath. We were just saying that it was last weekend, but it feels like it was two years ago now. It really does. Time has just stood still, as I'm sure it did for everyone (laughs) who is at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. (laughs) Yes. That was such a magical moment. It was. It was a good hair moment. It was like an incredibly amazing hair moment. I have to like bring up again that we did break the Glam Squad. Amazing. Serge Normand did Meghan Markle's hair mm-hmm. right before she officially became Duchess Meghan. What do you guys think? Should we be calling her Duchess Meghan or Meghan Markle? I, I, I think Duchess Meghan now. She's earned the title. She grabbed it. I think we refer to her as such. But Duchess she's still Meghan. like, she's just always going to be like Meghan Markle to me. She's Meghan yeah. Markle. I mean, she's casual. Let's call her Meghan Markle. Do you think a lot of people just think she's called like Princess Meghan Markle? <gasps> well, but we would all, like, <laughs> we would all, we would say Kate Middleton sometimes, but I feel like we'd be ma- way more likely to say Duchess Kate and Meghan Markle. And I think that right. sort of speaks to like her relatability that she is the people's princess that we just want to call her good old Megs. Uh, you know, we just want Megs to hang out and come to our garden parties. <laughs> yes, we do. Are you going to throw a garden party? Maybe like a beach party. I just went to a garden party at La Durée. It was lovely. <gasps> you know I love La Durée. I do too, but my garden is like, you know, one pot on a fire escape, so I don't think I'll be throwing a garden party, and I sure as hell won't be inviting Duchess Megan. Well, we can all <laughs> hang out in your fire escape. Okay. That would be really fun. So speaking of garden parties and just that kind of look, right? So Everything. Duchess Megan and Prince Harry, her betrothed, they are now man and wife, husband and wife, wife and husband, let's be feminist Duke and about Duchess. Those. Duke and Duchess of Sussex, right? Yes. Amazing. So they are now married, and they stepped out for the first time right after their wedding. Mm-hmm. She still Prince had that Charles's. wedding glow on her skin. Well, she's always going to have that wedding glow, because homegirl has got <laughs> some amazing, amazing Gorgeous skin, that mm-hmm. incredible glow. We can get back into that because, you know, Daniel Martin, who did the makeup, yep. he has spoken out about the products that he used to give her that incredible glow. There were a couple of really amazing tips that he gave. Mm-hmm. Number one, he used a water-based foundation. Mm, Most no foundations silicone. are, right, either have oil in them or silicon. Mm-hmm. But Daniel says that that water-based foundation, and he used one that was, um, I think he said Japanese water-based foundation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to guess I, I, I'm going to guess that it was that Cogendo oh. one, but I'm not sure. He has not mentioned the exact products that he used on Megan. And, you know, we probably will never hear that because she is a duchess now, which yeah. means that we don't need to know. Which, whatever she uses <laughs> is, like, better than than what we use, right? Yes. Um, it definitely so has placenta used, and stem cells in exa- it. Exactly. <laughs> he used... 
that water-based foundation. And he also gave this little tip that I thought was awesome, which was that he used the same glowy highlighter on her face and her body, which gave that uniform glow. I thought that was really interesting. That's a good thing that I've never thought of because whenever I'm highlighting my face and body, which I do, you know, pretty regularity, I use completely different ones and I didn't realize how disjointed I must look. Yeah, if we haven't talked about this before, you guys, Travis is (laughs) a slave to beauty. Yeah. He is a bigger beauty junkie than me even. I mean, he's just absolutely obsessed. But yeah, it's it's (laughs) tough. We go neck and neck. All right, so back to the hair. But so they stepped out at Prince Charles's 70th birthday day celebration. Yes, he doesn't look a day over 85. (laughs) (laughs) I love that old Bonnie Prince Charles. Um, You know, he's an environmentalist and we like the environment around here. We do. So they stepped out and she, all of a sudden, it was like, here is a duchess. She was wearing a hat. A lovely hat. She was wearing pantyhose, nude stockings, which remember when... Kate Middleton got engaged to Prince William. All of a sudden, Kate Middleton and her sister Pippa were everywhere wearing nude stockings. And this became like a thing that obviously this is like royal protocol, Mm -hmm. etiquette that the queen expects, blah, blah, blah. But somehow, all through Meghan and Harry's courtship, she has gotten away with them bare legs. Well, I also think that new <laughs> pantyhose would have looked crazy with a lot of her dresses. Oh, that's it didn't a good quite point. it didn't look natural when Kate Middleton started doing it with her sort of sun dresses, really, but like Megan's sort of yeah. like tight black dress and like yeah. that purple dress with pantyhose, it would look cuckoo bananas. Now, come to think of it though, especially early on in their courtship and their engagement, she wore a lot of like midi length skirts yes. with knee-high boots. Mm, so you couldn't see did. her legs. I bet that was her way of saying, I am not ready to wear the pantyhose, y'all. I'll cover up my calves, but I'm not wearing pantyhose. But anyway, now, bona fide royal, she's got the hose, she's got the hat, and you know what else she debuted? Shiny hair. A super sleek chignon. Yes. Gone are the days of the Meghan Markle, like, controversial undone, updo, that messy look that she's been like oft criticized for or just talked about. Like we wrote about it quite a bit as her kind of like just one more way that she was breaking royal protocol and like loosening up the standards that quote royals have to live by. Her hair was a metaphor and a symbol for what she's doing to the whole royal family. But now... Now she's uptight. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful chignon. I love how she wraps the hair around it. I love how it's off to the left. Yeah, and very pretty. And that shine and sleekness is royal. great. It's totally royal. Royal. She looks like a princess. And she definitely used like a chic slot, like the chic, the shine, like before you put it in. She like probably glaze. did. We don't know what she used, but it does look very sleek, like she had a styling oil or like something gorgeous. And we've known, you know, we actually did a piece on the secrets to Meghan Markle's sparkle. And, you know, there are some a lot of products that she has talked about using. We know she loves that Leonore Grail oil yep. that everybody loves. Justine yep. Marjan talked to us about it. Adira Abergel talked to us about it. it everybody like has that. talked about it. Um, yeah, or, you know, some other amazing hairstyler. But, you know, she is she is sleek, chic, and a bona fide royale. I loved it because her wedding hair was, of course, like a little bit undone, which was controversial, but it also wasn't this shiny. She clearly didn't put a lot of product that showed in the hair when she pulled it back. Interesting. But this time she let it all out of the bag and it's like almost, <laughs> almost to the point of like, you know, greasy plastic 
almost, but it just looks perfect and shiny. Now, just here. FYI, you guys, when Travis Cronin <laughs> describes something as greasy plastic, this is like the highest compliment. <laughs> that means it's super cool, and she could go to I like House it. of Yes. Wearing I it. love it, but yes. it's also like almost. You know that that hair you can't run your fingers through it or touch it because that's about to look real wet in right, like a day. Right, right, and you also don't want to mess up that perfect chignon because it was so perfect, gorgeous. All right, so now in other hair news of the week, I don't know about you, but I am getting a little bit crazy for Ocean's Eight. Me too. I have been since it was announced. To, so to be honest, what are you excited about, Rihanna? Oh, yes. Well, you really didn't hesitate answering that. <laughs> I'm excited for Rihanna as like the computer genius in it. The whole cast I'm excited about. They're amazing, but I'm mainly excited to see Rihanna in this role. I love Rihanna in any role. I would save Battleship. That was terrible. But, <laughs> she like, really didn't. Yeah, she sunk that Battleship. <laughs> she did sink that Battleship. <laughs> Brooklyn Decker was so much better than Rihanna. She was, and she looked so hot. She really did. But the Ocean's 8 women are getting us now because all of their hair is on point. Oh, they are so gorgeous. I'm just so excited about Ocean's 8 being about, you know, girl power and Mm -hmm. translating that amazing, like, Danny Ocean vibe to the ladies. Because, yeah, you know what? (laughs) Like, if a bunch of guys could take down... And pull off a big heist. A bunch of ladies. Can the women are going to do it and then go shopping and after they've had lunch and, and drank getting, some rosé. They're getting jewels too because well, they course. know what diamonds. Well, to go everybody for. wants a jewel for sure, and Met Gala jewels. Well, of course, right? So the big heist apparently takes place during the Met Gala, and I've heard the set is like really spot on. Really feels like you're at the Met Gala, so that's fun too because we've talked about the Met Gala a lot, and yet right. we have yet to actually be inside that room. Right. It's hard to. We can get in the after parties, but not inside the actual venue. Well, can so we, we just a piece of that. And interject in here and, and let our listeners know exactly how you go to the after party? We actually can't. <laughs> we <laughs> we actually can. can't do that because we don't uh, want to share those details with you, but they are funny. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about these ladies' hair. I mean, I'm kind of super into Sandra Bullock. She is... Stand just up. can do no wrong, and I feel like she looks better than like she's ever looked before. I was gonna say she looks better than when she was twenty years old. Yeah, well, that happens to ladies. Yes, we grow it does. into ourselves. As does Gwen. But like, look at that face. We're looking at her from the press tour. She is just so hot. Her hair is like long and tousled, but not overdone. She obviously hasn't had a wrinkle on her face since she started when she was twenty years old. She looks amazing, and her body is right. I love that she's always like a little tastefully spray tan. She has that <laughs> sort of like bronze glow to her all the time. It just makes her look She lives in Austin, amazing. Texas, doesn't she? I mean, I yeah. think that it's not a spray tan. I think it's like she's just chill when and I see happy and like she's that, glowing. That doesn't look like a person who sits out in the sun to me. Probably not. Whenever I see that So skin. even. And, you know, Kate Blanchett, amazing. Rihanna, epic. Yes. And the Kate Blanchett, I was reading this post or something that was like the whole cast was obsessed with Kate Blanchett. They all just talk about like how regal and amazing and smart and cool she is. And Kate Blanchett is like living art. I mean, like, come on, she really she is. She really is. She kind of looks like a Renaissance painting, doesn't she? She does, and she acts like one. She's so cool. She's gonna be like, you know, like Judy Dench in 30 years. Totally. Like still like the coolest, baddest lady on the block. And Mindy Kaling, so amazing. Mindy Kaling looks great, you know, and Mindy Kaling, she's never been one t- for me that I look at to like you know, set hair or beauty trends. I think she looks amazing a lot of the time. I feel like she looks better after baby, though, which is so funny. You know, it's like 
for women to like do that, it's kind of amazing. Agreed. We're looking at this photo of them in the press chunk of Zara, and she does look better that she's had a child. I mean, totally. she looks, her face looks better, her hair looks better, it all looks good. And then Anne Hathaway, I'm not the biggest fan of her hair. What do you mean? I I'm think her hair looks biggest. amazing. I think it looks good, but it really is just last year's lob. Like the texture of Interesting. Lob. Interesting. And she's interesting. Had it interesting. Since then, and it hasn't changed at all. Like all of these women have sort of changed their look a little bit for this, but Anne Hathaway's had this haircut for like over a year, and I'm just sick of seeing it. But you know what? Like her hair, her hair looks so like luscious and healthy and I gotta tell you like I I love these bobs that are happening now this this super sharp like Sarah Paulson who's in the film has that super sharp short yes, bob really cute yes I love her bob and I love the whole style of the bob and even like the that tucked under lob that Justine told us about for sure but that long lob that Annie's rocking, I think it looks so healthy and so beautiful her hair does look very thick and healthy and honestly like I think that Healthy, luscious locks are always in style. Fair. So you know what, what what we have actually today? We have a yes. very special guest. We're going to get him on the phone right now. Let's get him. We're talking about an important topic that really everybody should be doing. Giorgio Tetsis, who started this company called Nutrafol, which is a hair supplement brand, is going to tell us all about how anybody can boost the health of their hair even if they weren't born with it. Because like you and I, we've got heads of hair, right? right? But right. like not everybody does. So he's going to give us a little bit of the science behind that. Also, he's like really Good. cute. Good. He's like really cute. I have a huge crush on him. Good. All right, Double we're going to call him on the phone right now. Okay. This is Georgios. Oh, hello, Georgios. It's Gwen. Gwen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Always happy to hear your voice. Oh, my gosh. We're so <laughs> happy to hear you. I'm great. I'm great. So I'm here with my cohort in all things Bote, Travis Cronin. Hey. He adores you. We met yes. at Celine's party. Yes. And actually, when I told Travis that you were coming on, he remembered that you were the guy with the amazing hair. Yeah. Tell us first about Nutrafol and tell us your story and how you went on this path to find something scientific that addressed hair growth and hair health. Sure. So, um, so yeah, I've, um, I, it's, it all started actually with a, with a personal issue. Um, I suffered from unhealthy hair, which under the unhealthy hair umbrella and consider hair loss and thinning, right? I suffered from hair loss myself in my early 20s, and I have an engineering background. So I remember when I was studying um, and, and, um, and, and really looking, uh, looking forward to my engineering career, I, I actually realized that I was um, um, starting to, to, to lose my hair. I looked at my dad, and he was, um, he, he was genetically predisposed. He lost his hair in his early 20s. And as a result, I, um, I went to a doctor and they prescribed me a drug uh, called finasteride. And that unfortunately affected, I kept my hair, but it unfortunately affected my, uh, my hair, my, my actually, my, my health severely. Oh, no. So that's something that, um, that inspired me to, um, so I owned an engineering company here in New York. Um, I was, uh, modeling for, um, for some, uh, agencies as well. So I worked for some pub brands. Uh, fashion brands out there, and obviously losing my hair was was, was not an option, right? So it was definitely uh, very um, very important uh, for me to keep my hair, and I suffered from some of the side effects of these drugs that I was using. Wow! And that really inspired me to um, to at least dive in a little deeper and connect with uh, doctors, some doctor friends that I had, and 
some some other scientists as well, such as Roland Peralta, who's my business partner now with Nutrafol, to really uh, dive in deeper and really further understand what is happening at the root level. Because the reality is that there hasn't been any any innovation um, since uh, 1988. There's only two FDA-approved uh, drugs out there, and there's all the rest, all these natural vitamins and minerals. Right. Um, a lot of these supplements simply don't work. Like biotin? And, uh, and we needed to understand, like biotin, exactly, and like vitamin D, etc. So there's so many misconceptions um, from um, uh, so many misconceptions when it comes to um, supplements and vitamins that can uh, that can help with your hair. So we decided to um, to uh, to form the company, um, which is called Nitrofol, and it's really a hair wellness brand that is focusing on providing solutions for men and for women that experience unhealthy hair, such as hair loss and thinning. But of course, we're also raising a lot of awareness when it comes to uh, to prevention. And our products are botanical products that are clinically proven now um, and currently trusted by thousands of physicians and, and top stylists nationwide. So what are some of the ingredients in Nutrafol and how do they work? So the entire approach that we follow as, um, as a company is that supplements in general to, to work need to uh, multi-target, right? Multi-target uh, the, actual, uh, the actual issues of unhealthy hair. Right. And uh, it does not matter... Right, so it does not matter whether it's thinning um, or 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 just hair loss. So just targeting dietary deficiencies, which is, um, by the way, um, biotin and, and and all these basic vitamins and minerals out there, that's simply not enough. Right. So most of us don't experience unhealthy hair because of dietary deficiencies. So we we have been told for decades, even even doctors tell us that biotin will do the job, and that's simply not true. There's insignificant evidence uh, that can help with your hair. There's some clinical evidence that can help with, with nails, but, but not for hair. Oh, interesting, hair. So, and skin, uh, right? Yeah. Correct, and, and skin as well. Even though there's a lot of women, especially when they start taking a lot of biotin, it's, um, there's definitely some side effects there as well, such as some breakouts, etc. So it's not... So as a, as a, as a, from an approach perspective... You have to address the underlying causes that lead to unhealthy hair. And as a company, we have uh, identified that inflammation, stress, and hormones, all these uh, underlying triggers really affect hair. So we are using standardized nutraceutical ingredients. Mm. Um, these are essentially pharmaceutical grade, right? Very healthy botanicals to effectively target cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Sure. Right? Oh, so it's just decreasing um, stress, stress, really. So then is it also, exactly. like, would it also just help to chill you out? Like, is it a great, like, botanical kind of like Xanax? Correct. It's definitely, we love, um, we actually love um, this uh, this specific ingredient. We have a patent on some some of these combinations, but the stress it's actually an ashwagandha. To your question, it's a standardized ashwagandha. It's uh-huh. um, it's actually clinically proven to reduce cortisol significantly in a period of two months if you take it on a daily basis. Wow. It does not slow you down. It doesn't really affect. Um, it doesn't make you sleepy by any means. It's stress adaptogen. So it basically what it does it, it brings back your body to homeostasis, which is really balance, stability, internal stability, right? So when your cortisol, obviously you need cortisol in the body because it's, it's absolutely important to have cortisol 
and but if it's very low, it brings it up to balance, and when it's very high, it kind of uh, rebalances it out. So, and elevated cortisol, which is such an essential um, hormone in the body, if it's constantly up, and, and nowadays with with all the stress that we experience and the crazy lifestyles, we cortisol. A lot of people are experiencing being chronically stressed, right? So, being chronically stressed, what that causes is elevated cortisol hormone. Um, results into oxidative stress and free radicals that leads to inflammation. Sure. And inflammation, there's now evidence how that kind of disrupts the hair growth cycle. Totally. So these are some of, um, some of this is a, that multi-targeted approach is just incredibly important because it's just not one thing that leads to unhealthy hair. It's, it's multiple factors and they all need to be addressed. Interesting. And adaptogens, like there's such a a big, (laughs) totally, there's such a big story around adaptogens right now and how they can just help you, you know, manage so many. Yeah, it's just really hormone, adapting hormones in the body. It's great. It evens you out. Yeah. I think we need that. We do need that. I've just been taking biotin like a sucker. I know. (laughs) We're suckers. Okay, wait. So how do you take Nutrafol like one a day? No, so the uh, we're using clinical efficacious dosages. It's been uh, tested in clinical human clinical trials. So the clinical efficacious dose is four pills a day. You can okay. take them all at once with a meal. It's essential to take four pills a day. Um, of course, you can take less, but it's a uh, natural. You need to ingest a specific dose for it uh, to be effective, gotcha. right? Otherwise, so you're just going to wash it out. We have taken, you yeah. can't just, yeah, and you can't just like Absolutely. get some ashwagandha powder at Whole Foods <laughs> and put it in your smoothie and like hope that it's going to do the trick. <laughs> and so is Nutrafol... Well, you um, can. It's, uh, it would help. Ideally, you know, it would help. But it I'm would just, help. It, well, you, you need an ashwagandha that is that gets properly absorbed in the body. And that's one of the biggest concerns with vitamins and minerals in general. You, you, you're just ingesting something and you just wash it out. Right? Right. So it's important to identify the right ashwagandha that actually have clinical evidence that it can actually do something. Exactly. I'm so glad we're getting there because I was talking to Gwen about, Correct. especially with male hair loss, that there has not been you know, any type of advancement in the last two decades. It's either, you know, $20,000 hair transplant surgery with that robot or like Propecia, which stops your, you know, sexual libido and like 80% of men. Right. And that's it. Not not worth it. That's not cute. We need to come way further. And so is it over the counter? Can you buy, can yeah. you buy Nutrafol in, like, where do you buy it? Or do you have to get it through a doctor so that you can get the education? It's it's a good question. No, you can definitely buy it on Nutrafol.com. Oh, great! Um, it is. It, it's not a drug. It's a it's a nutraceutical. So these are botanical ingredients that that don't require a prescription. So we have a lot of doctors that are selling it within their office, and a lot of stylists and salons that are selling it in their salons. Um, so this uh, is definitely an opportunity for our customers to to pick it up there. But you don't need prescription. But I'm, I'm happy you guys recognize that this this hasn't been. A lot of innovation in, in, in the past uh, decade, yeah. especially in the pharma world. And it is, to your point, it's absolutely not fun to experience these sexual side effects. And unfortunately, yeah. I was one of these guys that, uh, that, was, that was a victim, right? And yeah. I didn't have any alternatives at all. It's like so many guys, because Propecia works, but it doesn't grow back hair. It only stops loss. And so many guys get erectile dysfunction and like have no libido. 
It is not worth family it at all. podcast, you I'm guys. Using, I'm using commercial base. They and, say and this on the commercial. And then you need Viagra. And then you yeah. need Viagra. So it is a vicious cycle. But that's good that this isn't like a drug like that that's going to like and other health problems other than like the sexual ones. So this is just like some good. Totally. Good stuff. So who do you think has the best exactly. hair in Hollywood, Giorgios? Do you, is there anybody who you think has the most amazing hair that should be hair goals for everybody, which is why they want to take supplements to get their hair to look as gorgeous as your hair crush? Uh, who is it? For, for men or for women? Both. <laughs> both. Tell Tell us both. Uh, there's a lot of people that, uh, that have great hair in Hollywood, but I'm sure they're taking, uh, taking care of themselves very well, right? Such as Sandra Bullock, I think is uh, is, is definitely. We were uh, just talking about hair, right? what amazing hair she has. Yes, right. we're obsessed with Ocean's Eight. Yeah, yeah. it's so great. It looks so healthy pretty, uh, too. And all those men. Exactly, exactly. There are so many men with amazing all hair in men. Hollywood, like Ryan Reynolds. Agree, and and we know we know actually a lot of uh, uh, we know a lot of celebrities that are, that are on Nutrafol, but it's again, I think it's so incredibly important, and I. I'm pretty sure that a lot of these celebrities are, are taking a proactive, uh, preventative approach, and I think that's just incredibly important because yeah. if you if you start experiencing unhealthy hair, it's it's always an uphill battle. So uh, taking a preventative approach is incredibly important. Yeah, we've even seen like you know tragedies like John Travolta. You know, obviously has more money than <laughs> let's eight, nine not percent. pick on John Travolta. Okay, well, so let's say unnamed celebrities that start in Greece. <laughs> But, you know, have, like, pretty much unlimited resources of money, and then they're still wearing wigs, you know? And that's not with lack of access to the best doctors or lack of access to money, and they still have to have wigs. Right. Yeah. But, you know, wigs wigs make the world go right, round right, right. in Hollywood. It's okay. That's very true. Awesome. Well, Giorgio, thank you so much for joining us. You are so amazing. Of course. It was great to chat with you. Of course, you. anytime. All right, you guys. Well, you can go on usmagazine.com slash stylish to see all of the bobs of the week. Until next week, stay gorgeous.